2: Hi, and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I'm Tim. Welcome to the podcast, where we uh, take a light-hearted look at the dark side of history. Today, topic, today's topic is the alligator man, uh, otherwise known as Joseph D. Ball. He was an American serial killer in Texas back in the 1930s. And uh, we'll get into that discussion momentarily, but before we do, let me introduce our panel. As always, I'm joined by the very lovely, very talented, uh, and quite um, uh, how, how would you describe her, Colonel, in a one word? Evil? Evil, well, evil's Brandy. Fine. Evil's fun. Brandy, how are you, Brandy? I'm fine.
3: Thank you for asking. Brandy, Not evil. Brandy
2: and I just went to Wendy's. And had a fine lunch, and brought something back for our other panelists, who is well known in the um, overweight community. He is, <laughs> he got a bacon bacon burger uh, b- bacon cheeseburger. I got a today. junior bacon cheeseburger. <laughs> bacon isn't a good thing for you, Colonel. You, you, you know? Are you going to wait? Now, to- listeners. As- just so you know, the colonel
0: five foot ten, about two hundred and five pounds. Yeah. You're making it sound like I'm Santa Claus. Here. Well,
2: I'm just saying that you're the one who's been talking about how heavy you are.
0: Because I picked
2: up. Uh, We're just ragging you in an effort to be, be, uh, in an effort
0: to live forever, Timmy. Yeah. Uh, I I, you know, last year or whatnot. It was, so well, you don't want
2: smoking, and and I replaced that addiction with a Twinkie addiction. You don't want to be. You don't want, want to live pounds. forever. Th- you want. You don't want immortality through your work. You want it through not dying. That's basically what you're saying.
0: I I, I want
2: immortality by being bit by a really hot vampire with nice firm. Okay. 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 Yeah. So as you can tell, I'm also joined by the very talented, very honorable, the actually the the uh, most dangerous man in podcasting today, the honorable Cher- Colonel Charles Beauregard Waters the third, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. So, continue, Colonel. How, how are you feeling today? You Feeling a little. Today I'm feeling very good, Timmy. Okay. I, uh, I uh, got all I, your calories in for the day. Got my
0: no, I got two thousand left to go. That was only five hundred calories on a
2: bacon cheese. Oh, one. that's a good um, deal. If, if that, I don't even think because it's a tiny little thing. Yeah, little I'm good. sure there's no. They want no more than three hundred calories. There. Yeah, and I. Uh, yeah. I, all the kids are home. Yeah. Um, for the holidays. For the holidays, um, that's uh,
0: trying at best. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got uh, your family
2: together. You got to be happy about that.
0: Well, no no more talking to me right now. <laughs> Already? Yeah, they're all well. Taylor did now. My son Taylor did talk to me, um, only to tell me that. I may have overreacted to a situation just a tad. I can't believe it. Um, yeah. Good and, thing I was sitting down for that announcement. And I was proud because my, not proud, but my, my poor son, this happened to me once too, and he, he was at his job last night. hmm And uh, he was trying to give a lady instructions, and he became increasingly frustrated because she was not understanding the simplest of instructions. Mm-hmm. And only to realise three minutes into the conversation that he was having with the lady that she was deaf.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh. That that, that that can be frustrating. Yeah. And you uh, feel like you have egg on your face. He did feel like he had egg on his
0: face and had to apologize, but said Dad, they could have given me some kind of clue.
2: Well yeah, that, you know. They should wear a sign or something.
0: Well he said I was hearing just, aid. He said it was a simple one sentence answer. I would have just written it down had I known, but mm-hmm.
2: Well, we're glad that your kids are home and um, everything okay with you, Mrs. Colonel? Um, I she hates will have to check with Mrs. Colonel. She is not speaking to me. Well, last time we uh, talked, you said you were pleasuring her, so you well, think she'd be
0: in a good mood. She was in a good mood, but that all went to hell last night to me. Well, she, uh, what did you do? Okay, my, my son, uh, the one who had, had yelled at the deaf person, um, <laughs> he sends me a text and says, Hey, I'm not coming home tonight. I'm going to spend the night at my friend's house. I, say, uh, I tell his mama, and she's like, You know what? His brother's at home. He needs to be home. And I said, "Well, okay, Renee, Miss Colonel, um, he's not going to be home till ten thirty.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, you're going to be in bed. Mm-hmm. Tanner, he's going out with his sister. Mm-hmm. He ain't going to be home. Taylor's going to be home, but he got a twelve pack of beer down there, so he's going to be drunk. Right. Um, so what you're saying is he shouldn't go hang out with his friends. He should come home to his drunken brother. That's what he should do. <laughs> so she didn't like, that and she lot. said, "Well." I guess you're going to make me the bad guy here. And I said, well, in fact, you are the bad guy here. Nice. um, So I started to commence um, texting him and telling him, no, you must come home tonight. Mm -hmm. But she had some additional Christmas shopping to do because it doesn't matter what we bought the boys, she has a dollar limit in her head and we have not yet reached that dollar (laughs) limit. (laughs) So we had to go out and buy them things, just to, additional things. Is just, this story still going To rack on? it up, rack up the thing. Right. And as I'm texting, she says, come on, we have to hurry. And I said, I'm sending the text that you asked me to text. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, you can't walk and do that. And I said to her, no, in fact, I cannot walk and do that. That is unsafe. Mm-hmm. Safety first. Safety, Safety first. And she said... Well, can you do it when we get in the car? And I threw my hands up, mm-hmm. and I may have used a couple of curse words. Okay, and I, I said, imagine. "You can send this fucking text yourself, <laughs> or you can tell. You can send it your damn self, or you can let me do it. But you can't fucking sit here and tell me how to do the damn thing." Now, what do you want to do? Do you think that was a wise choice of words on your part? And she said, and I looked at Taylor, and I said, "See." Do you see the shit, the shit I put up with every day? Every day I got people just badgering me like this, Taylor. And he said, uh, Dad, you might be overreacting a little bit. And I said... You may have a
2: point, actually.
0: I said, you know what? Shut your dumb ass up. There it Don't is. Don't you ever take sides against mm-hmm. a
2: colonel. Yeah, man. You you got the Christmas spirit, colonel. So um, it's a little tense. It's a little tense, to Colonel Al. So, You're a knob. So so you can... <laughs> it, it, it's good, good for you, then. This is therapy for you. You can lose yourself in the story. Yeah, I mean, I don't really care that they're mad at me. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter to me. Okay. I've gotten to that point. Well, you could officially apologize because you know they listen to the
0: show. Okay, it, uh, I to the, to the Colonel family. I Apologize for being a Um To the Colonel family, I'm I'm gonna go back to a Christmas Carol, my mm-hmm. favorite part. It mm-hmm. end. You know, little Tiny Tim. Yeah. When he's all happy, he mm-hmm. ain't got the cane no more. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my favorite part, where Tiny Tim says, "You know what." Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, one and all. Okay?
2: I think That's you might be paraphrasing. I, right. I don't
3: remember that, that part. I think you're
2: paraphrasing Charles Dickens there. I don't remember him saying that. Well, if it, in my version of Tiny
0: Tim, it's the Colonel family, fuck you, one and all, all right? <laughs> I'm Christmas shopping. I'm stressed. I'm trying to do the shit you want. I'm trying spending all my money on your Christmas presents, and oh, I get funny. yelled at because I won't walk in Texas the same damn time. Colonel, so this is Colonel
2: out. This is Colonel Out. <laughs> all your money. Okay. Let's talk. Let's give some shout-outs. I want to give a shout-out to Jesse, some new listeners. Jesse, John O., and Jennifer K. Thank you for joining us. you got any shout-outs, Colonel, real quick? Quick. I got a shout-out to Lady Beverly. Yes, um, Lady Beverly, we're thinking about you over on this side of the pond. Yes, we are. I got a shout-out to uh, um,
0: Tara. Tara, get off my damn back about the YouTube channel, all right? <laughs>
2: Keep at it, Tara. Don't let him do it. you know
0: what? I'm gonna start sending you some mean twitters, some mean tweets. Brandy, um, by the way, Brandy's tweeter is broke. My you know, tweeter
2: is broke. Brandy can't twat no more. Um, so, I anyway. Yeah, the other day I'm telling her that you know that we got some comment, nice comments on Twitter to please go check them out, and she says I can't see them. My Twitter my is twi- broke. My Twitter broke. I did not say that. <laughs> you did say my Twitter. I did bro. not say that. I believe that. you did. I said
3: I cannot see them. That's where that sentence ended. <laughs> I did not say my Twitter is broke. Not
0: a fucking idiot. Um. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so boy, everyone is a little you seem a little angry today, <laughs> I'm
3: Not a fucking idiot.
0: Okay, you're not an idiot. It's just well, because
2: t- you can't help it, your Twitter is my your Twitter poke. broken. Okay, my that's Twitter
0: fine. is not Maybe broken. For, oh, you got now that's a that's a nice phone case you got there, devil. And you know what, that. You got, no one's
3: fascinated by it. <laughs> oh, it is
0: kind of cool. <laughs> it is kind of cool.
3: It's shiny. Yeah, it's it got, is shiny. It's like <laughs> so a... I can just do this podcast. Here I'm gonna set this out for you guys. Uh. <laughs> I'm just gonna do it by myself.
0: <laughs> so okay. Uh, um. So anyway, uh, uh, Tara, get off my damn back. All right, keep it up, Tara. Understorms. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get the YouTube channel done by the first of the year. Uh-huh. And when are you gonna send Brittany Lynn her damn Brittany eight Lynn, by ten? Your your eight by ten is at the. Uh, I gotta pick it up, and it will be mailed to you first class mail. Um, from a first class guy.
2: From a first class guy. Can you send anything other than first class? I don't
0: know. <laughs> I, don't know. I got. I don't know how many forever stamps for it takes. Check. <laughs> I don't know. I know I put do not, I will put do not fold on the envelope. Um, speaking of which, remind me of steal one of our work envelopes
2: so I can sure okay, in there. and uh, I can. So if you see our business name on there and it's, it's scratched thing. out, there's yeah, it'll be ready, yeah, There's you know some right from. behind you because we're nothing but professional. Here. Right. Any other shout outs before we uh, move on Clearly. to the story? Um, let's see who else listens. To I us want to
3: shout out to my aunt okay. Beverly because she listens to some of the podcasts, oh. and she
2: is awesome. Beverly, thank you for listening. She's awesome. Okay, she probably likes me. I'm probably her favorite. I think that's probably true. Okay, okay. let's get on to the story, shall we? Well, I think we should. I think we rambled on long enough. Yeah, yeah. I agree. we really need around. to stay on point. Well, Brandy gets off. She gets a defensive about when her Twitter breaks down. Oh, my God. Okay, we're going to talk about the alligator man. As I mentioned before, that, that title was given to Joseph D. Ball. D. Ball. D. Ball, who was an, a serial killer in Texas in the 1930s. He was also known as the Butcher of Elmendorf. I would go with Alligator Man if I had to choose the I two. I think so, too. But,
0: uh, alligator Man is like the coolest nickname except for Hawk ever.
2: Yeah, but Butcher of Elmendorf, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. So anyway, he is known to have killed at least two and is said to have killed as many as 20 women back in the 1930s. Joseph D. Ball. A quick question to This, and we,
0: you know, we talked about it because we talk about serial killers a lot. We yeah. do talk about Colonel Justice. Mm-hmm. Why can't they just get these serial killers in a room and beat the hell out of them and say, how many people did you kill? I'm tired of saying he killed two, maybe 15. Yeah, I, you know well, what?
2: I think it's, I, say, I think they're exaggerating. I think they exaggerate a lot of the time. They I get think, a car uh, battery, two, maybe fifteen. Yeah. yeah, you know it's like um, when you know they they get they arrest someone with like two joints, and they'll say they got you know two pounds of marijuana on someone. I think it's just yeah. you know it's embellishing, but well, it's like I had fifteen these, and I say maybe I had two. Yeah, yeah, it's like having. Um, junior bacon cheeseburger and saying you only have yeah, three calories. I just
0: want to know how many they kill
2: yeah well I think a lot of times um, you know they, they 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 can't you know it's, it's too expensive to prosecute them for 50 people so they prosecute them with the, for the ones that they got the strongest evidence on and well, that's ever. true so anyway uh, Joseph D ball was born on January 5th 1896, and that would mean his, his mother would have been pregnant during the holidays of that year. Possibly. Just on that, he was that makes born.
0: for an ugly holiday.
2: Yeah, January 5th, 1896, in Elmendorf, Texas. Uh, it's a small town of just 17 miles southeast of San Antonio. <coughs> uh, Joe uh, was one of eight children of a pretty well to do family in the area. They were well respected, and they were kind of uh, community leaders in um, Elmendorf. I don't know what kind of bragging rights you get for being a community leader in Elmendorf, but I um, yeah. mean, Well, he might have been headed to the Rotary or something. Maybe. So uh, his father was wealthy. He was buying and selling farms uh, and uh, kind of made, uh, made some pretty good money picking up property during the Depression. Uh, he opened up a general store, and he sold everything from caskets to shoes. Uh, he built uh, he built the first uh, stone home in the area for him and his wife Elizabeth, who had eight children. Uh, many of them would become pillars of the community. Not so for young Joseph, who will he becomes you know a pillar of the community in some sense, but not in a positive sense. Um, Frank Jr. Uh, became a school trustee in 1914. Uh, His brother uh, Raymond opened up another grocery store and a post office. His wife, Jane, was a postmaster. So they had some, his brothers and sisters, you know, were pretty successful. Joe uh, was expected to follow his father in the family business, uh, included uh, growing cotton. But um, he instead joined the army. Uh, He went and joined the army in 1919 and saw action in Europe during the First World War. Um, when he got back he was not interested in pursuing a career in cotton uh, instead he uh, got interested in drinking uh, got into the whole jazz uh, jazz scene and um, started uh, this was the time when prohibition first came uh, first went into effect and he, he started bootlegging selling illegal liquor Um so even though he didn't follow in his father's footsteps selling cotton, he he had some business sense about him, and he started selling gin, whiskey, and beer, homemade uh, homemade products. He became well known as a bootlegger and a bootlegger and a gambler, um, and he had quite the reputation of being a ladies' man. Ladies' He's a lady man. man. He's got the wang. He does have the wang. <laughs> got the wang. Uh, when prohibition ended in 1933. Uh, of course that, you know, put a cramp in the um, bootlegging business. So uh Ball opened up a little bar a little nightclub called the Sociable Inn. Sounds like sure. a nice, nice little place. Where people could drink, dance, and gamble on card games to all hours. I would have named it to do drop in. Yeah. There's one of them in like every little town isn't there. In the back, um, there were two bedrooms, and the bar was up front. A piano player was dancing in the front and poker in the back. They had a player piano. they had a player piano. They had room, a room with tables for card playing, where men, yeah, where men drank and play cards. That makes sense. And sometimes they hosted cockfights. Don't say a word, Colonel. Wang, <laughs> that's like which
0: is appropriate with the new Star Wars movie coming out. All right, stop because talking. Don't, don't spoil it for us. Please. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm just saying, in a way, don't you think that the lightsaber is a phallic metaphor? Of the yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a wang. It, yeah, they're a... really just having cockfights there.
3: What we're going to do now is quit talking about Star Wars because some of us haven't seen it. Yes, And you're going to be kicked. You it. haven't seen Star Wars yet? No, not be quiet.
2: yet. Saw it '75, but we haven't seen the latest one. Damn. Okay, so do people ever leave the house? At some point, children. Not when I can help it. I really don't. (laughs) At some point, um, he decided um, he was going to um, attract people to the sociable inn by having a little gimmick. And what he did was, he opened in back of the bar. He created a little concrete pool back of the tavern. Strung some um, wire around it. And he filled the uh, pool with uh, live alligators. Hell yeah! Yeah, and you know, kind of a way to attract new customers. Ain't nothing bring customers in than live gators. Yeah, you're right. It was a lively saloon, uh, the sociable inn, and it had pretty waitresses with free flowing whiskey. Ooh! And now, uh, and it really perked, things started perking up once they got the live alligators in the back. I bet. Things do. Yeah. Uh, alligators tend to perk up a party. Yeah, a lot of people were attracted to his bar just to, you know, to watch the alligators. Now, on a Saturday night, it was rumored that uh, people would come in and um, uh, they would uh, toss stray puppies, kittens, and other small features into the alligator pit to watch the alligators eat the small animals. So, either depending on who you ask, Joe Ball was either a jerk for a kind-hearted, good Samaritan. In the mid-1920s, um, he hired a young man to help him, a young black man named Clifton Wheeler, Wheeler, I'm sorry, Clifton Wheeler, to help around the house and around the business. Wheeler was a handyman. I don't know if he was a Gandhi dancer, but he was a handyman. Uh, so he did a lot of Ball's uh, manual labor and dirty work, as we'll talk about later on. Um, now, According to a lot of people, now, some people say that um, Ball really liked Clifton Wheeler and he you know, he kind of uh, helped him out wherever he could. But others said, you know, that Wheeler was really afraid of Ball. Um, and it's been said that Ball would shoot at Wheeler's feet, live ammo at his feet to make him do the jitterbug. Oh, well, yeah, that'll work. Mm-hmm. Uh, you talk your, what did you say, Colonel? I taught my kids how to dance with a nail gun. Okay, so, again, according to who you talked to, Bell, uh, or Ball was either a nice guy and, and uh, uh, kind of a, uh, uh, you know, treated Wheeler well, or he was a jerk and he shot at his feet and made him do the jitterbug uh, jitterbug. As expected, um, uh, J- Ball's nephew years later would say that uh, his father uh, or his uh, uncle was very uh, kind-hearted. But um, again, you know, uh, he would. Uh, he said that he would help. There was a young Mexican uh, couple that lived nearby, and his father would or the, his uncle would take them food and things to help them get through hard times. So, yeah, who depends on you? Who you asked? He was either a good guy or he was a jerk. Maybe he was both. Well, there's a duality in all of us, Timmy. Yeah, I guess. In any event, <laughs> that was a very profound statement. You just say, "I guess." Yeah. Well. In any event, business was booming at the sociable Wind, and so was Ball's love life. I said he was a ladies' man, H- the ladies man. Man. Ladies, man. ladies' man, ladies' man, and he had a big wang with a wang. Did he have? Did you say there? Well, a wang? I'm assuming if he's a ladies' would man, would to be a ladies' got, man? You gotta have. you a big gotta wang. have a fair size wang. Yeah, you, you can't have. A, you can't wang. have an inferior wang. No, I know you can't, no. have, and be a ladies' man. Not, no, if you, if you if it's too inferior, you become a lady. Yeah, but not a ladies' man. Hmm. Okay, so anyway, um, his love life was booming because there was a lot of pretty young waitresses that keep going, you know, kept coming showing up to apply for jobs at the Sociable Inn and uh, Mr. Ball, he took advantage of that. The first one he became involved with was Big Minnie Gahart. Big, big Minnie. Big Minnie, Minnie, is that like Big Tiny? Big Minnie. Uh, she was a tough talking barmaid he had known for three years. I bet she had some big old hooters on I don't know. But then a couple of younger models came. Dor- uh, Dolores Goodwin, who was 26, and Hazel Brown, 22. And that's when the shenanigans started. Oh, we. Once you get barmaids involved, yeah. shenanigans and, Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah especially if you got big wine. They yeah. fight over the same wine.
0: And, and this, this reminds me of a quick joke. Just yeah. a quick one. All right. Quick joke. Um, you know, mushroom, I, li- I like mushrooms, and a mushroom is, is basically a fungi.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay? So you call mushroom a fungi. Now, what do you call mushroom, devil, with a 10-inch stem on it? A fungi to be around.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Spectacular. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> okay, uh, Brandy, tell us about the shenanigans that started to occur when... Uh, Joseph Ball, the Alligator Man, and his Wang got involved with these young waitresses. Well, when you was a barmaid, was that a lot of shenanigans
0: going on, Devil?
3: So, in the mid nineteen thirties, Joe Ball developed relationships with at least
0: three waitresses. At Never a good idea. Never, not when they work together. No. You got to go to different Cause bars. Because we talk. Yeah, yeah.
2: And, yeah, and they all went the same way.
0: <laughs> you got to go to different bars in different parts of the city. And use a different way. Well, you got to use the same way.
3: So there were Big Minnie. Big Minnie, yeah, Big Minnie. Uh, Dolores Buddy Goodwin mm-hmm. and a waitress by the name of Hazel Brown, but she also went by the name of Shotzi. Okay, so we
0: have We have Big Minnie Big Penny, Buddy and Shotzi. And You See, I would not want to come Actually, home. And it could be pronounced Shatsy. Shatsy. I would not want to come. Uh, Who goes around and says to their friends, Oh, I really laid it to Buddy last night? Or call, call me Shatsy. I gave a I gave it good to Shatsy. And people I, think you Shatsy sounds like a little one of those little terrier things. Shatsy
2: sounds like something you do when you don't have time to get your pants down.
0: <laughs> I gave right. it to Shatsy. 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 Was
2: okay, so, so Big Minnie, uh,
3: Big Minnie, Buddy,
0: and so Shatsy.
3: It was um, in 1934 when he met Big Minnie. Yeah. Uh, she was described as a bossy, displeasing, and obnoxious person. Say that again.
0: Bossy, displeasing, and obnoxious, you say? I want you to meet Big Minnie. <laughs> I want you. To... <laughs> Bossy, <laughs> obnoxious, and displeasing? Is that what you said? She said she was a Co 12. Yeah, heard on, what hold I said. On. Does that ring a bell with you, Timmy? <laughs> you heard what I, I said. I, I, it's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's faintly familiar. <laughs> Okay, continue, Minnie. What? what <laughs> How did they describe her again? Yeah, she
3: described. They described her as "go fuck yourselves." <laughs> okay, so but, she, but she Joe was, liked her. Yeah, what's not the lie? She <laughs> ran. And, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: she probably,
3: it's all well, about the boobs, really. <laughs> she ran the bar with him and Wheeler, and she did not fear the drunks. I, I bet there. she didn't take no shit. Yeah, she probably he walked around. Don't the want bat. big Minnie after your ass. No, well. Somebody did. <laughs> yeah. So, at some point, Ball began seeing Buddy, who was 15 years his
0: junior. Wrong. She fell oh, in Hold love on. With him. Hold on. Could you repeat that one? Uh, was 15 years his junior. junior. Does that ring a bell with anybody? Who could it be? <laughs> who could it be? <laughs> yeah. Move on. Move on. Move it's on. Like Me? It's like. Meet Joe Paul. <laughs> it's like I'm doing really? a fucking. It's like I'm doing a fucking <laughs> podcast with the characters <laughs> in it. <laughs> so move on. Uh, she fell in love with him,
3: even after one night in the spring of thirty-seven when he threw a ball and hit, her, or a bottle, and hit her in the face, giving her a scar that ran from her eye to her neck. <laughs> Jesus, what? it was an accident, oh, yeah. right? Was well, she probably provoked him? I know. Then. Shotzi started working at the uh, bar. Like, oh like no. Slut. No. She no. was
0: also young. Y- you can't put her and Big Minnie together. Well she That's
3: was right well, on. she was so. only twenty two.
2: Now we're talking Timmy language. Yeah. And she
3: was very popular with the customers. I would uh, guess so.
2: She uh, was.
3: since they were both from McCade, Texas, Shotzi and Buddy became good
2: friends. So she was buddies with Buddy. Big Minnie didn't like Buddy. And Big Minnie didn't like Buddy. <laughs> and she wasn't but, afraid to show it. But Chachi liked Buddy. And Buddy liked Chachi.
3: Joni loved Chachi, yes. <laughs> All of that happened. Yeah. Okay, so in, so Big Minnie wasn't afraid to show that she did not like well, Buddy. No, no, she didn't like Buddy because uh,
2: uh, Joseph Ball was banging Buddy. So in the summer of 37, Banging, banging him Buddy with Wang. Big Wang. Are we done? Are we yeah, ready? I can just, can I move I'm trying further? to, I'm trying to, you know, paint, recap. He's
3: trying to paint a picture here. Yeah. trying to recap on a sentence I just read. I was recapping verbatim. So, yeah. you I just I'm not sure. I don't know. So, many,
2: Big Minnie didn't like
3: uh, Buddy. Clearly. I just, I bet they didn't forget that. And she I was that. obnoxious to start with. Yeah, I know. Right. So, and disagreeable. Yeah. yeah. So, in the summer of 37, though, Big Minnie disappeared. And Bald started telling people that she had been pregnant and she was in a Corpus, Corpus, Hos, Corpus Christi hospital. She was
0: in a Crispy hospital.
3: <laughs> God, you guys. That's a burn center. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't ready. Right, um, Wheeler. Heard Ball tell someone that she was going to have a black baby. Yeah, actually, they used a different word. I just added it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, well, she must have skipped town in a hurry because she had left all
2: her clothes behind. Yeah, if you're going to go out of town to have a baby, you'd probably take your clothes with you, wouldn't you? I would think so. You would think. Yeah.
3: So in September, Ball married Buddy. Buddy. to the beach and killed her because evidently that's where you slaughter whales.
2: Yeah, so he, he confided in uh, Buddy that he whacked Big Minnie. He did. He did. He whacked Big Minnie.
3: Um, she wouldn't make any more trouble for them.
0: Apparently not. She was no longer obnoxious.
3: Buddy told Shotzi about Minnie's demise. See, that's not smart. She had to tell her a couple of times so evidently <laughs> Well, so evidently, you? Shotzi's not real bright.
2: <laughs> well, you tell her because that relationship you know is going to last forever. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
0: So what you telling me here?
3: Evidently, <laughs> 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 Shotzi's like going on 51st dates. <laughs> so in January of
2: 1938... What the hell? No, but she, uh, he told Buddy, but he told Shotzi. Yeah. Yeah. Like telephone tag. Yeah, it was like telephone tag. Okay. Did I,
3: did I say that before? Okay. I, I, I don't really pay needed the recap? I'm, I'm reading
2: something else. Okay,
3: okay, go ahead. In January of 1938, Buddy's left arm was cut off. <laughs> <laughs> Shit happens. So and, she became righty. And, yes, she's lefty now. We call And stories go. flew around that Elmendorf, oh, flew around Elmendorf that Ball's crazed alligators had torn it off. Or that ball had cut it off and fed it to them. Well, wow. in fact, Buddy had lost the arm in a car wreck. Yeah, that
2: sounds more reasonable. Because you really—I mean, what's good is a—you you want to—you want your uh, significant other to have two hands.
0: Now, this is this is very pertinent to this story, Timmy. Very pertinent. Okay. Uh, the I Colonel. Doubt it. His first job out of college was as a uh, collector for a rent to own company. Okay. Okay. Now, my area of town that I had was Newport and Covington. In Kentucky. In Kentucky, which uh, a well, lot so of the strip bars are there.
2: Seedier town. Seedier. And and at a lot time. of these
0: dancers at the strip bars are not uh, the hard women, Timmy. They're not what you picture. I, I,
2: you don't, buddy. You don't have to tell me.
0: So what the colonel would do, I had a good strategy, is I would catch him on Saturday morning. Because mm-hmm. they'd always be home at early Saturday morning because they'd work late Friday right. night. right so you knock on the door you say hey I need my 9.99 this week for the TV mm-hmm. you'd be all in good shape so I, I I got a new one I opened the door to me and the most the prettiest I mean this vision of beauty just opened the door she was a dancer mm-hmm. and, and and something in my head is it's, it's she has she's she's obviously just got out bed she's got this T-shirt that must have been a hundred years old. It was so thin you could see right through it. Mm-hmm. She was built very, very nicely. She had ample bosoms. Mm-hmm. And the colonel was hypnotized by these bosoms. Mm-hmm. She had a blonde-haired girl, very, mm-hmm. very, 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 very beautiful. And uh, but something in my head saying, Danger Will Robinson, Danger Will right. Robinson, because something in registering right in my head. And uh, I can't figure it out. <sighs> And it takes me about five seconds to realize and look down that she only got a stub where her right arm used to be. Okay. So, you know, I said, hey, I got to collect for my, my VCR, right. my 7 dollars She gives me money. And uh, curiosity got the best of the girl. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, I know it's rude, but I got to ask, what happened to y'all? And she said, I was raised in Florida. Mm-hmm. And they have uh, aqueducts down there. Mm-hmm. And she said, I was a little girl, and I was playing in the aqueduct, and an alligator grabbed me mm. and started to pull me away. I was about five years old. And my daddy was there, and my daddy grabbed me and fought, me, fought, me, fought the alligator for me. You know, to get me mm-hmm. back from the alligator, but unfortunately, the alligator did so much damage to my arm they to that they had to remove it. But that's mm-hmm. a true story. The all- right. this barmaid or dancer lost the arm to an alligator.
2: Hmm. Okay, uh, yeah. so um, and that sounds like what happened here is that this one lost her actually lost her arm to in a car wreck, but they the rumor was Brandy that she lost it uh, that the alligator ate it, right? The one of the alligators ate it.
3: Uh, well. She that she was in this wreck. Four months later, uh, Buddy disappeared.
0: Okay, now now she's disappeared. Somewhere by
3: then, or... Joe starts seeing Shotzi. or Shatsy or whatever well, you want to call Well, That's
0: only one left by default. He's seeing Shatsy, so, yeah. right?
2: And it seems to me she would get a clue shortly <laughs> after that. Shatsy disappeared. A... Who's
0: serving to some bitches drinks in the bar?
2: Yeah, well, it was a. Well, I think
3: was there were some more. It missing... was a guy. Um was there another guy that worked at the
2: bar? Clifton Wheeler, you mean? Wheeler, yes. Wheeler, Wheeler.
0: serving drinks? That's some bitch running
2: around like a one on paper hanger. Well, as long, yeah. as, he let, as long as he doesn't <laughs> let him
3: stick his wang in him, I oh, think well, he's
2: safe. Well, he, he has to he jitterbug every once in a while. But <laughs> yeah.
3: So, on September 23rd, 1938, an old Mexican-American man approached Bexer County Sheriff's Deputy John Gray, who was dove hunting in El- Elmendorf. Okay. and told him about the foul-smelling barrel covered in flies that Joe Ball had, le- had left behind his sister's barn. It smelled, he said, like something dead was inside. Enough women in Ball's world had disappeared that the next day, Gray, not even that day, because, you know, he's dove hunting. Well, he's
2: got things to do.
3: So the next day, Gray and Deputy John
0: <laughs> John Klugenheim and Schmidt,
3: Cleveland Hagen. His
0: name is my name, too.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, drove out to talk to him. Hagen, who had later become a Texas Ranger. I love... And shortened his name to Walker.
0: <laughs> yeah, he did. I love how you emphasize that word. Clevenhagen. I can, I can say it. Texas Ranger. Texas Ranger. It just didn't fit. It didn't sound good on the TV screen.
3: Well, this guy was a hunting buddy of balls.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> she and said balls. It was a yeah. pretty
3: good shot. <laughs> Uh, they went to the barn, but the stinky barrel was gone. Oh. So they drove to the bar about noon and talked to Ball, who denied knowing anything about it.
2: Don't know what you're talking about. But then
3: when they returned to the barn, his sister corro- corroborated the old man's story. That was enough for deputies who told Ball that they were taking him to San Antonio for questioning. Ball asked if he could first be allowed to have a beer and close down his place. Well, That's fair. That's yeah, fair. only in Texas.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. Fair enough, though.
3: Uh, the sheriffs agreed, and the trio returned to the bar. Ball got a beer, took a few steps, went to his register, opened it, and pulled out a forty five from under the counter.
0: Oh, what did he do? That seemed rude.
3: I'm building suspense. I need that. Okay. Oh, okay. He, was he hit the no sale <clears throat> thing on his, com- on his uh, cash register. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he did.
2: I- okay. <laughs> Maybe pa- I didn't put that in the script. My my he went to park- cash
3: register, and he hit... No sale. I don't know how that propels the story forward. <laughs> the fucking thing opened, he got a gun. I don't okay. give a shit if he typed in nine ninety five. Yeah. But he was gonna be short. It, it doesn't freaking matter. Well there's that. Okay. No sale. So he waved the gun at Gray and Cleveland Hagen, okay. who yelled Don't and went for his own Don't and, Don't you do it and went for his own pistol just as Ball turned and pointed it at his heart. He pulled the trigger and fell dead on the barroom floor four other deputies, including... I don't even know where this guy came from. Jude. C-U-D-E? How would you say that? Cood. Cood. Coodie. Who the hell's that guy? Cudie. Where did he come from? It's Mr. Coodie. It inclu- well, it the a- swarm included Cood. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who Cood is, because some of this writing is just inconsistent. He was a deputy. Well, he's not the sheriff. Yeah. All right, so they checked, they checked the five gators... There was one large and four small that were in the pond, uh, and they were surrounded by rotting meat. Mm -hmm. They found an axe matted with blood and hair. Mm -hmm. Their first theory was the obvious one, that the fearsome drunk had killed and mutilated his wife and other victims and fed them to the alligators. The cops talked about other disappearances, including two missing barmaids and a 16-year-old boy who'd hung out at Joe's. Perhaps the Saturday night feeding frenzies had just been a cover for Sunday night murders. Oh. Dun, 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 dun. So what happens next? Well, Clifton
2: Wheeler gets—he gets he <laughs> just grabbed
0: by the sheriff's in San Antonio. And did
2: Cleveland—did Cleveland, he, did Cleveland grab him? No. <laughs> oh, no. This is Clifton, Clifton Wheeler, the the black guy that worked for uh, uh, Joseph Paul.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, he got taken by the sheriff, and he was taken to San Antonio, and he just spilled his guts. He spilled the beans. Shotzi apparently, the mm-hmm. little 2 in whore, she'd fallen for someone else. One of the ball customers, a guy with a home and a good job. Uh, so Shotzi didn't
2: want no more Ball's balls. So she, she didn't want to wang
0: anymore. Nope. She wanted out, but Ball would not hear of it. He threatened to go to the police and tell Big Minnie he killed her. Oh, so she she's saying. Her, I'm sorry. When she threatened to tell the police about Big Mini because she knew, he yeah. killed her.
3: He didn't recap that shit when you messed it up. He didn't recap that. But I can read a single sentence (laughs) that gets recapped. (laughs) Because
0: he knows I'm going to go correct myself. Yeah. So now the handyman, Clifton Wheeler, knew exactly where Shotzi was. He took the sheriff's back to Elmendorf, about three miles from town, on a bluff some 300 feet from the San Antonio River. Mm Mm-hmm. By the light of a campfire, he began to dig. Now, blood bubbled up. Why would they make him dig? Well, who else should dig? Well, it's true. I don't don't think you should make that guy dig. They started shooting at his feet and telling him, dig, dig, dig.
1: (laughs) So he started digging. All right.
0: Now, just like it wasn't like the Beverly Hillbillies, Mm -hmm. he didn't hit black, gold, in Texas teeth, but blood bubbled up in the dirt. There we go. And the odor just become unbearable. Yeah. Wheeler pulled up two arms and two legs and finally a torso there it is yeah the men all vomited they did, <laughs> they, did. <laughs> they said that would hurt
2: but wheeler asked you know you need to find a different line of work you know if you're you know if you're there was, yeah. was weak stomachs
0: yeah there was weak stomachs so they asked wheeler where the hell the head is. So he points to another campfire. So after they sift through the campfire, they find the jawbone, some teeth, and some pieces. So Wheeler's pizza. knowing all this stuff. Yeah, yeah Wheeler knows everything that's gone. Jesus So he said after a night of heavy drinking, mm-hmm. Paul asked him to load up the car with blankets and beer. And uh, Joe had a saw, an axe, and a post hole digger with him, and a pistol. They went into his sister's barn, stopping to have a couple drinks. It was all liquored up at the time, and picked up the fetid fifty-five gallon iron
2: barrel, which they,
0: which you know, was heavy. Oh yeah. Which they took to the river.
2: I bet. I bet uh, Joseph Ball didn't carry that. I bet Wheeler had to carry the damn thing. I bet they both had, he had it to. He had to bury the broads, and he had to dig them up. Yeah. So yeah,
0: he he, uh, Ball then forced Wheeler at gunpoint to dig a grave.
2: <laughs> then they opened the man. He needs to find another job.
0: <laughs> he has Stockholm syndrome. I guess. I mean he was I he, think he might. So anyway, now Wheeler he was drawing the line at this member in the corpse. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. There's some things he won't do. But he got so enraged, um, when one of the hands got in the way of sawing off her head that Wheeler finally just reached over because she had to wriggle more that shoot yeah, all up right. in her bar. So Wheeler finally did help. Um, and each of these two candy asses threw up. And then they drank some more beer, just like good drunks will. Well, because you throw and drink some more, drink more, that's right. Yeah. But then they threw the head on a campfire. So as dawn broke, they just sat around drank some more beer. Okay. I mean, that's... So
2: what else know, can you do?
0: Work is done, end of the day. Yeah, so that's all, Big Mini. Okay. The mystery of Big Mini yeah. was solved.
2: Okay, Big um, Mini. She is couldn't
0: have been too damn big if she fit in a fifty-five gallon drum. now. you know, yeah. maybe she was a short woman and they pushed real hard. I don't know. But anyway, the previous June, Bart told Wheeler to pick up, pack up the Model A coupe. I wonder if she was really pregnant. I don't know if we know that. Um, it doesn't say. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and be sure to stow plenty of whiskey and beer. Then he took Minnie and Wheeler to Ingleside near Corpus Christi. Ball found a secluded area, and after a little swimming and a lot of drinking, he asked the doomed Minnie to take her clothes off.
2: Mm. Because
0: Minnie only looked good if you had a lot of whiskey in you. Yeah. And especially with her clothes off, he needed some more tequila.
2: Right.
0: Now, Wheeler, he's like, oh, no, Minnie. She was a handsome woman. Minnie going to take her clothes off? I'm getting the hell out of here. So he makes himself scarce. But when Ball calls for some more whiskey... Wheeler noticed that the boss had a pistol by his side. Ball pointed off in the distance, and when Minnie turned her head to look, he shot her right in the temple. Jesus. Yeah, he was a, he was a back shooter.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Wheeler was like, what the fuck you doing? But Ball told him he had no choice. She was pregnant and was seeing Buddy, and he was seeing Buddy. And Wheeler's like, oh, well, that makes sense. Let's just bury her in the sand and drive back. Yeah. Sure. And so they did. So they questioned wheel about the other women. They found a bunch of letters, a scrapbook, a scrapbook with photos of dozens of women in it.
2: Mm, yeah, he had a lot of women come. Some of there. knew nudies too.
0: Well, and uh,
2: did they I, have their little nipples blocked out like he did in his old? No, these
0: were this was magazine. this was uh, vintage porn. Okay. Um. Well, the deputy sheriff J.W. Dever said this might lead to the discovery of one of a dozen more murders. Now the San Antonio papers wrote about the disappearance of more than a dozen barmaids, including Stella, who also had a fight about with about Big Minnie. Yeah, Stella. The sheriffs had this theory that Ball was dealing narcotics. Mm. Yeah, and it would have been a simple matter to put the dope in bottles and store it in the gator's lair.
1: They
0: drained the pool. That probably would be a good idea. Yeah, they drained the gator's pool but found no no drugs. Now, three days after Ball's suicide, police began digging in the sand four miles out from on the tip, mm-hmm. four miles southeast of Ingleside. They took heavy machinery, hired some laborers, and people with nothing to do, just would sit around, watch, see what they came up with. Okay. So anyway, a local merchant, he set up a stand selling drinks. And the crowds, they were getting all excitement. Rumors was all around. Finally, on October 4th, the 14th they found the remains of Big Minnie, which I gotta clarify the first murder was Shatzi right that's the first uh, the first that, murder the that first we talked about that he shot yeah. whatever yeah, that was one, Shatsy.
2: that's the first one that they uh, dug up was Shatsy. yeah it was Shatsy, and then the second one this one Shatsy was, was in the bucket yeah. in the 55 gallon drum that makes sense because Big Minnie probably wouldn't fit that's it. what
0: I said how yeah. Big Minnie's gonna fit yeah. in the 55 gallon drum right. but that was Shatzi okay so Shatzi and now Big Mini Mini was and... buried in the sand mm-hmm so they finally, after digging up everything, they found out they found Big Minnie mm-hmm. okay? okay, in the sand. All right. Now,
2: well, now we just got to figure out where the hell Buddy is. Yeah. Okay. So we got Shatsy's body's been recovered. Uh, Big Minnie's body's been recovered, but none of them had been eaten by the alligators. No, at this point. they just All been right. killed. Okay. No
0: alligators. Now Buddy's disappearance had a happier ending. Oh, good. Did she get yeah. another arm. Well, she didn't get another arm, but she was living in San Diego where she had fled from her husband and gone to be with her sister. The two, two weeks later, Cleveland and Gray brought her to San home. Okay. On the way, they stopped in Phoenix and found one of the women listed as missing from the tavern. So she wasn't dead either. Okay. Um, Buddy said that Wheeler had told her that on the night, on the last night on Earth, Shatzi, who didn't know Buddy was in San Diego, had accused Ball of killing her. Just as she had killed Big Minnie, Shatsy badgered Ball until he flew into a rage. After a while, said so Buddy, Joe hit her, in the head, hit her right in the head with a pistol. And I reckon that killed her. He yeah. shot her, too. Well, I wonder how she knew that, though. Uh, that's a good good question. Yeah. Or maybe she was there for it.
2: Or maybe she, yeah, maybe. And then she got the hell out of Dodge.
0: Yeah. And the, now, after this is all over, you still got five gators running around. Right. They was given to the San Diego, San Antonio Zoo.
2: Okay.
0: Now, Clifton Wheeler, he got two years in jail as a, as a accessory. Okay. He got out, opened his own bar in town, but soon left and was never heard from again. And Joe Ball's legend just bloomed. And, you know, just back when they had the Pulp Press magazines, yeah, the yeah. True Detectives. True Detective magazines. Um, that was the monthly Bible of sordid True Crime. And uh, they found this story irresistible, would not let it go. They bring it back all the time, people. You know, talking about throwing the kittens and the puppies to the alligators, yeah. and alligators starve for human flesh and whatnot. And hungry gators, you know, they sell magazines. Mm-hmm. They sell magazines. Yeah, just like Ball used them to sell beer. They sell magazines. Sure. So
2: you're saying then that these the the the, the legend of the him feeding the victims to the alligators is just embellished. It was embellished because of the rotten
0: meat, mm-hmm. um, and and you know because this old true detective, right, had to make it up, you right, know. right, sensationalize it, sensationalize it. Yeah, there were there were all kinds of tales. One was told about an old man who would stumbled onto Ball pitching a woman's body into the pool, um, and according to local lore, Ball threatened a man into leaving town, where he led the fled to California and returned only after Ball was dead. Um, none of this stuff was true. There were no human remains found in the alligator pound, alligator pond. But that not the alligator mean pound. The alligator pound. Because <laughs>
3: you can't put them in with the dogs and the cats. <laughs> well, you know. It's now, carnage. folks.
0: Listen, if you're going to get an alligator, don't go to one of those alligator breeders, alligator alligator puppy mills. Uh-huh. Go to the alligator pound. To get yes. you a rescue. Yeah, okay, right. a rescue gator. Yeah, go to get you get your a rescue gator. They're the best kind. I got my Rudy from yeah. rescue. All right, and and I, I, Rudy hung out with the alligators so yeah. for a little while. Yeah, Rudy's he got cool. under yeah, got him under control. So even though Wheeler, the only oh, Wheeler was the only eyewitness to all this, he never said anything about the alligators. But that didn't know he didn't
2: mean you know yeah. when to keep his mouth shut. So. Yeah, it sounds like it became part of the legend of this guy. It
0: was. It was a big legend. And with ball, it was easy to believe the worst, and it still is. Uh, you take a violent, sadistic drunk known for throwing stray pets to his alligators, and a one-on-missing wife, one hacked-up girlfriend, and another buried in the sand. And yeah. how many? How many stray women coming in? And
2: yeah, it wouldn't be. So, it wouldn't be a stretch to
0: believe it. That's for sure. Huh? Well, I mean, these are the facts. Right. One violent, sadistic drunk, known for throwing stray pets into right with into alligators. Again, ring a bell, devil? Um, a one-armed missing wife. I ain't ever had no missing wife or one-armed wife or hacked-up girlfriend. Hmm. The colonel too lazy to bury somebody in the sand. Although, no, I shouldn't say that. When when they, when we went to Florida
2: uh, one be time... Be careful, be careful.
0: No, I buried all the boys in the sand. Oh, I am going to say. Just up to
2: the be heads, Be careful though. what you say, you know. Yeah, no, I buried all... The boys like being buried in the sand be, with the heads. Just be careful up. what to say without an attorney present.
0: Yeah. So, uh, but Wheeler... Uh, but now, Buddy tried to set the record straight. Buddy... But he said Joe never put no people in that alligator tank. Joe wouldn't do a thing like that. He was no horrible monster. Joe was a sweet, kind good man. He was just never hurt at- anybody unless he was driven to it. Of course, you know, he caused me to run away to San Diego and I got the hell out of there. But
2: if he tells you to look at the moon Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna cap yeah. put a cap in your ass. Right.
0: So, now, when they asked about the scar on her face, he said, oh, he didn't even mean to cut me. He was throwing the bottle at another guy. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah
2: he's Sounds kind of like a guy,
3: is he? Heads up. He's now, guy. Um,
0: Joe's nephew, Bucky Ball. <laughs> there it is. Bucky. Had his uncle's World War II portrait and 48-star flag given to the family after his death. He, uh, he got that. World War I. World, 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 World War I, War. I'm sorry. He keeps him in a glass case in his living room. The 24-year-old Vietnam veteran goes to counseling at Brook Army Medical Center as Fort Sam Houston and thinks his uncle's experience in the war had something to do with his actions afterwards. He
2: believed he had the shell shock,
0: mm-hmm. got all crazy,
2: got mean. Well, um, I mean, that wouldn't be surprising because they didn't have any type of treatment for those guys back in, you know, back in the day. Yeah, so... Yeah, and there was yeah, there was no me. treatment
0: for during the depression and Joe Brawl probably wouldn't have taken it anyway. He didn't seem like the type to talk about his feelings. He yeah. when he got a little bit angry, he just throw a puppy into the pond hey, right you know and, and I believe everybody should have an alligator pond right, right, right because you know what if now think about this, Timmy, think about the think about what's wrong with our country. Think about you don't what's have wrong about enough our alligators. If every parent, because what's wrong with the country today is the kid's are out of control. Right. If every parent could dangle that kid. Over the alligator pit? Uh, you ain't going to eat your broccoli, you little son bitch? You want to go in with the alligators? mm mm-hmm. i eat my broccoli, Daddy. i eat my broccoli. Don't drop me in an alligator pit. You got a kid listening. You got a kid eating his broccoli. You, oh, your homework ain't done, you little bastard? You're going to finish your homework. You're going to do your spelling? I do my spelling, daddy. I do my... Don't drop me in that alligator pit.
3: Then there you go. You make a lot of sense, Colonel. So is that it's the, the... Colonel's yes, let's take parenting
0: tips from this dipshit over the here. Colonel
3: Where nobody in his house is talking to him right
0: now. The Colonel's school for raising obedient children. Yeah. Everybody should uh, have at least two gators. Two hungry it, it, it gators. It couldn't hurt,
2: anyway. It, I mean, how could it hurt? No, yeah, yeah. Wait, anything else on this story, Colonel, before we wrap it up?
0: Oh, no. I think I, I think we pretty much covered it. I believe so I you, believe Wheeler was a victim here.
2: So you really don't believe that um Joseph Ball fed his victims to alligators? You think that he just got that reputation?
0: I believe the first time you bang somebody who that nickname the first word of it is big. Uh-huh. You ain't got none but trouble. Yeah. You ain't got none but trouble. You. Well, bang, when you, you start, start banging, by. you start banging someone with one arm. Well, you know what? I always wondered about that. Now, but that you know, because I well, you never buy Okay. But think about this.
2: Make a reach around and
0: be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it'd be, have to be a one handed reach around, and they might lose balance. They'll probably to fall backwards and yank your wang right yeah. off of you.
2: Yeah. So it's, it's, it's dangerous stuff.
0: Well, you can't tangle with them. No. You know what I mean? It's it's. I mean, it just, you can't, like you're on, you get Kings Island you're on the roller coaster mm-hmm. and you throw one hand up in there. I mean, it's not yeah. even like. Well, you me. become
2: unbalanced. Huh? You become unbalanced.
0: Well, and the problem is you use your arms for balance quite a bit. Uh, I mean, yeah, your You really use arms for balance. Yeah. And uh, the, the person falling down on you all the time, you're yeah. wanting to hold your hand all the time to keep that balance. Yeah. Not because they're being affectionate to you, just because they're tired of stumbling. Right. Um, but the only thing I can really take away from this story is, is to give my listeners some advice. Men, listeners here, listen up. If a woman got a big in front of her name, leave her alone.
2: If Just she's got leave one, one arm, on if she's got oh. one arm. On
0: well, even a one arm you can deal with. That mm-hmm. that causes some problem. But big Lucy, big Minnie, mm-hmm. big Betty, big Bertha, big uh, yeah, big Bertha, and big. Here's what you're going to get, okay? Yeah, you might be a boob man, and you might not care about the rest of the package, and she might have some double Fs on her, and you're thinking, oh, oh, look what I got to play with all the time. It ain't worth the price of admission, listeners. You ain't going to get nothing but hell. Hey, you, how are They're going to be girl. obnoxious, disagreeable, and what was that other word?
2: Cantankerous.
0: Cantankerous, yeah. Okay. So, so just because they got the big old fun bags... Don't make them a bag of fun.
2: Brandy, do you have any final thoughts on the Colonel's advice or this podcast or life in general?
0: Do
3: not take the Colonel's advice. <laughs> that is my life in general statement.
2: Do you take parenting tips from the Colonel? Uh, no. <laughs> no.
3: You do
0: not? No. Hold on. You're telling me. Now, now I know you got... A seventeen year old? Is he a seventeen year old yet? He's sixteen. A sixteen year old boy. And a yeah, 40 year old. You got a sixteen year old boy. I've had three boys. Yeah. You telling me that there ain't times you don't wish
2: you had an alligator pit that you could hold him out I over? Do. I do. I do. Yeah. Right now is one of those times. <laughs> yeah, I do wish that. Okay. Uh, any final thoughts, Brandy? Where can people find us? You can find us on the Facebook. They're on
3: the Facebook. On the iTunes. We're on the iTunes. Uh, on the Stitcher the Stitcher on the Libsyn Mm -hmm. and not on the YouTube yet because there are people that are sorry ass and have not put video upload
2: blah blah Blah, 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 so when YouTube. I come back from my vacation, you're going to have... Wait, now, your vacation next week? No, no, it's the second half of January. Second half, because we
0: got a Jimmy Fallon engagement. Don't uh, forget we're booked on it. Uh, yeah. You can see us on the Jimmy Fallon Show. Yeah,
2: that's, that's not, not it. That's not true. You forgot to mention the Twitter, and I understand why you left she that got out. got the broken twat. <laughs> because her Twitter's broken. <laughs> her Twitter broke. Okay, uh, that'll do it for this time. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you again next time on History to D-